Welcome to Namecast. Tomorrow's unethical business practices today. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. This is Namecast. This is our weekly podcast where we talk about video games, everything like that. This week, we're going to be talking about Danger Zone. Yes. An indie game. It's like Crash Mode and Burnout 3 Takedown. And next week, we are going to be talking about To the Moon, an emotional indie game that just hits you right in the heart, I hear, Kev. And there's also lots of other things we're going to be talking about. Now, if you, get, don't, if you don't know, if you're, you're underneath a rock... A very, just, very large, yeah, heavy rock. Yeah, a big rock, and you live under there, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. E3 is this week. It's going on right now. Now, for full transparency, we're recording on Monday, just before the Sony conference. So if they announce that they, I don't know, created Godzilla and going to unleash him upon the world as if, like, the the world is one big game, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. that's what they're building up to. It's the hunt. Like Pixels, the movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, you threw she me off the, the pixels, man. There. Anyway, <laughs> wow, the train has left the station, ladies and gentlemen. It's E3 week, so there's lots yeah. of announcements, announcements, uh, words, and uh, a lot of cool things going down. We're going to be talking about that. I think the Rayman's Rabbit game talks uh, Mario Rabbit's game sounds looks cool. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that, and then Bethesda Creation Club. Are paid mods a good idea? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. talk about it and get into it. And all that kind of stuff. But Kev, first, we got a couple things to get out of the way. What you been up to, man? What's, what's the housekeeping? What's new? What is new? Hmm. Mm, what's good? <clears throat> well, like I said, it's the other week or whatever. Yep. I uh, I finished Persona 5, and I think I've just stepped back, taking a bit okay. of a breather from, yep. from the video game playing. Because I was playing like a good solid like, five hours a day. I thought you were gonna lose your vision, to be honest. Well, <laughs> my my eyes are pretty used to staring at screens. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so I've kind of kind of just take taken a little bit of a break before I go back in. Okay. Um, gonna need to dig into some more Persona mm. for for the sake of YouTube content. How much? Oh, oh, do you have a cool video coming out? Oh, it's be a, be a long long time in the making. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do have a big idea for the Persona stuffs. Sweet, sweet, and. I don't. I don't know what's next. Next on my list, I'm thinking maybe uh, Doom or Antichamber. One of those two that you just want to play through and yeah. then do something like that. Okay, gotcha. A, yep. a long con, if you will, like one of these episodes, but different. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The old Kevin Long Con. Mm-hmm. That's what they called you in high school, right? Uh, not quite. No. What, was, uh, what did you have a nickname in high school? Tuna. Tuna. Tuna was a high school nickname. Yeah. Another originates that. from the office, right? Yep. Okay. After good old Jim. Mm, good old Jim. Jim Halpert. What a, what a good fella. Yeah. Nice. So nothing else, man? Yeah, no, nothing. It's been been a quiet week, but I've I needed a quiet week. Yeah. It's definitely nice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Honestly, pretty similar with me. I haven't had much time for video games. I've just been uh, doing some research for that Spider-Man video that hopefully you saw. Hopefully you enjoyed. It's kind of a casual style on things. See if mm-hmm. people like it. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I had like my birthday uh, you'll get a kick out of this story actually had my birthday like party with my family or whatever and my dad is like he's an interesting guy he's very much like a nature kind of guy is the mm-hmm. best way to describe him. and he's like I don't know he's just kind of a jokey fella like since I was young I'd hang out with my friends and he'd be like hey what are you girls doing you know yeah. just kind of like that type of guy 
And he just he didn't he doesn't understand video games at all. Yeah. So like whenever I'd play them, like that was my big hobby growing up, and he's just like I. I don't get it. Like, not that he would say I'm disappointed in you, but there is an <laughs> implication of disappointment, yeah. right? And, you know, um, so as I've talked about in this podcast a bunch, you know, I'm getting into, um, so so I do a lot of climbing, and he kind of thinks I'm stupid for doing that. He's like, why would you do that? Like, that's the craziest idea ever. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get into too into that. But now I've talked about I'm getting into touring biking, and I really like the idea of it. And... Uh, I guess he's fucking on board. He got oh, really? me some nice like saddlebags and everything. He's like, "This is gonna be awesome. You'll you'll get right into deep country and you can just go camp by yourself and you can catch a fish with your bare hands." And he's like talking to me about <laughs> this whole thing, like how he could do it. And I was I was telling my parents about like a, uh, a trek I want to do up around through Atlantic Canada, and my mom was like, "You know, is, don't you have a fear of bears?" He's like, "Bears." Oh, I could teach you how to take care of them. I'm like, what kind of <laughs> shit have you been into? That's it's funny. just interesting when you really tap into someone's like interests and hobbies. Like he thinks I'm nuts for wanting to do it, but he's like, it's sick. He's like, I have a good knife, and if you need, you can borrow my rifle. I'm like, I've never <laughs> fired a gun before, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what I end up getting into. But Kev, listen, we got a lot of stuff to talk about we because do. of the Electronic Entertainment Games Expo or whatever. So. Lots of stuff going down here. Whole bunch of games. Mm-hmm. You're on the E3 recap site, which we have listed down in the description. Definitely check it out. It's like a, uh, a fan run kind of thing, and it's actually really well done. I like it quite a bit. Um, so now we saw a lot of things here, Kev. A lot of things so far. So many things. What did we start Holy off with? We started Jesus. off with the EA conference, and yeah. I'm just going to say it. Anthem. Man, that looks really good. Yeah. Well, the EA conference, they only they only did the teaser. Yeah. At that, they left it for Microsoft. Microsoft conference, and that Seems. thing just blew the door open. Yeah. I think it looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of people skeptical, and I understand because like, it's kind of giving off the same vibe as like Destiny, Destiny and yeah. the Division. Yep. And both those things were disappointments once they actually came out. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's really good. I have faith in the Bioware Edmonton team, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know, but like if it actually does what it looked like it did, whereas you're going with a buddy and you can just go down and like kind of wingsuit your way down this area, down to this beautiful forest environment. I was talking to you and it was it reminded me of like Avatar. Yeah. When you see all the beautiful um, you know, forest life and all the creatures and everything like that. Then you just go right underwater and then zip up and you're doing the combat, everything like that. It's nuts. Absolutely insane. So I'm really stoked for that. And then mm-hmm. I see something you're looking at here. Fortnite. What do we think about this? We heard about this game like five years ago. Do you remember that? It was a long freaking time ago. It's the yeah. epic game, and it's. I feel like every right. time I open up uh, uh, Unreal, the uh, epic games, yeah, Unreal Engine. Unreal yeah, Engine. exactly. Yeah. It always comes up with something about Fortnite. Yeah. I don't know what de- what details did they. Yeah. Reveal? So basically, the way the game was originally pitched is it's like a Minecraft, but with a combat focus. So you can blow stuff up and there's zombies that you kind of have to fend off mm-hmm. and it's taking the same approach but more um more team focused from what i understand cool it's out next month yeah i mean about fucking time yeah like it's, been we've been waiting for, for, a for a long long while now what uh what what caught your eye here so far so far Middle Earth Shadow of War. Okay. Like, I'm getting so excited for this. The story stuff they've shown looks super freaking cool. Yeah. Um, at the PC gaming show today, they showed a female character who seems, like, super fucking awesome. She's got uh, armor with, like, crow's feathers in it, and mm. that's just a fucking aesthetic that I love the shit out of. Nice. Decent shader, too. So it just looks real pretty. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Pretty looking game, and I don't know. I just want to siege. Yeah. 
the fortresses and castles with a fucking army of orcs. That seems awesome to it me. It looks sick, man. Like, yeah. and, and in the trailer they showed, you're, uh, you're eyeing up this big guy. His name's like Bruce or whatever. And you're like, oh, frig. And then you get in his head. You take him out. He's like, hey, mate, I'm Bruce. Like, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like this big, massive orc. And you're just going over battle plans to try and take over this uh, one of uh, Sauron's bases. And it like, sieges are a legit ass thing now. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it does look really freaking so awesome. So you can command an army. Really uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of my first uh, reactions to uh, that orc guy was a message a friend of mine. Like, I want to grab a beer with that orc. Oh, man. Super cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, the chillest dude. Um, yeah. Really I'll, awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I actually like the combat in that game, too. It's a lot of fun. Now, I didn't yeah. actually even watch any Star Wars Battlefront 2 gameplay. What are we thinking about this? Is it is, is it, it cool? Was, it was kind of interesting. They... One one thing I really liked is that all the DLC will be free. Yep. One thing that sucks for like shooters is releasing like paid DLC and then the player base is split. Yeah. Based on who yeah. got it, who didn't. Um, it's pretty pretty harmful. So, uh, yeah, it's nice that they're doing that, and you know they're also doing space battles and a campaign, which is freaking awesome. But unfortunately, they only showed off the multiplayer. Right. Which like I don't know, it was kind of cool and different because it was like Clone Wars era, but still like. You know, Battlefront 1 had multiplayer. Like, I want to see the stuff that Battlefront 1 didn't have. That's the part I'm interested in, right? And I feel like that's the part a lot of people are interested in because people wanted single-player content Yeah. from this. So it seems like they're promising or trying to hit a lot of what what people wanted from the first one, but, like, why wouldn't you show that? Yep. I don't know. Interesting. Now, a game, I see him pop up right now, A Way Out. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Saw this coming out of nowhere. From the developers of Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yep. And this game doesn't look like that at all, but no. you could tell like there's definitely definitely some themes there and like you know the co-op gameplay. Uh, I guess in this game, uh, you and a friend um, play as two guys that are trying to break out of jail together. Yeah, and it looks really cool, like yeah. really really cool. Like I don't guarantee much, but I guarantee. Well, actually, 2018. Maybe. I almost guarantee this is getting played on the channel. <laughs> yeah. Because it looks awesome, man. So you get to... The, now, the the way the designer of the game was talking about it is that he's like, I'd r- you can play online, but I'd rather two people on a couch oh, kind of yeah. be having these conversations because, yep. you know, you get to make a decision and you both have to agree on that decision. Now, one of the decisions they were showing in the demo was that you had to rob a store of some type. Mm-hmm. And... Who who uses the gun? Who who you know is pointing the gun at everyone? Yeah. So you got to make that decision of like, fuck, I don't want to do it. Do you want to do? It? Oh man, I uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. You got to have those conversations and you got to do that. And it looks, I don't know, it looks really cool. I kind of want to go in knowing nothing about this. Yeah, and then just hop right into it. There was like a ask me anything by the uh, developer on uh, Reddit. Okay, and uh, he did clear up one really nice thing. You do not need a friend to play it. You can play it alone. Oh, you can play alone. Yeah, because like in the conference, they made it sound like you absolutely need somebody to play with, but thankfully that's not the case. So you don't need to play with anybody online. No, a lot of media outlets have been confused about that because I've seen multiple videos of people saying you need someone to play. Well, in the conference, that's that's exactly how he said it. It made it sound very definitive, but thankfully, because the developer asked me anything, there was that has been a decent amount of confusion on that. Yeah. Okay. Now the next thing I see here. I watched the trailer, peed my pants, and screamed like a little girl. Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, my goodness. This is exactly what I want. It's unfortunate, though, that we're not getting much information right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the big pop that we're going to see next is going to be around D23 or so. This game is probably not going to be even until 2019, if yep. that. 
I understand that at this point, but I'm just excited that it's included in the party right now. Now, what are you thinking about this Xbox One X Project Scorpio reveal? It's $500. Yeah, it's about the price I expect it. Okay. All, all, all the specs seem really freaking awesome. It's got I a lot am, of flops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, yeah, I'm super impressed that they made it smaller than the One S. Yeah, which is interesting. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So yeah, it, it. I don't know. It seems pretty cool. I'm not gonna pick one up because no, I very rarely play my Xbox. But yeah. Yeah, I'd rather just play my PC. But I like that it exists, and I like the way that they're they're going about it. I feel like they they watch Sony closely, and they're like, "This is what we don't do." Because what Sony yeah. basically tried to do is they didn't want to scare people, so they were like, "Oh shit!" Like your your system is still gonna work with it. And what the marketing ended up seeming like, or the messaging was basically like, "You don't need this." Yeah. Whereas with the marketing on this, you can have your normal Xbox One S, sure, or you can have this fucking monster. And they literally called it a monster at multiple points throughout it, right? Like yeah. they, they wanted you to know that this thing is, well, I mean, I guess they're all machines, but this thing is a beast yeah. in comparison to consoles, right? So that's what they're going with. And I think that's 100% the right way to go about it. Yeah. To say like, if yeah, you definitely. want a beast of a machine comparison to, uh, to consoles, you know, this is going to do that for you. Yeah. So, yeah. That's definitely, I think that's the best way they could go about it. And it seems obvious that this is going to be the next console. And you and I were talking about this for a bit there. Like, when are we going to reach the point where those games aren't going to work on Xbox One? You know, that's where I think they're going to have to yeah, it's, have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, they want to do like a kind of <laughs> incremental upgrade thing. Eventually, at some point, games are not going to work on the old systems. I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe we'll see. Maybe they save that for a whole next generation thing and they just do a clean cut here. Yeah. Maybe that never happens. Who knows? Um, one game that we missed from the EA that is kind of yep. interesting, Need for Speed Payback. Yeah, I didn't even watch this. What, what's it look cool? Um, it seems like Burnout has been completely combined with Need for Speed now. Okay. Yeah. I can get into that. So, yeah. It's got, like, the takedown mechanics. Nice. Um, all that stuff. Um, seems like they're going for, like, a story thing, which I, I don't know. I've never heard of anyone who's, like, super excited by story and racing games. It doesn't appeal to me at all. The closest thing is probably Underground 2, but like the story's the, pretty minimal the, there. Yeah, it's super minimal <laughs> yeah. story. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting take um, to do the story approach, but I don't know. The game did look super cool. And okay. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely interesting that they're kind of just like, burn it's just gone now. It's just Need for Speed. Yeah, the last one I played was when I got my launch PS4, and I think it was Rivals. It was between Cops and like uh, yeah. not Cops or whatever. It was cool. It was fun. Yep. It brought me right back to it, which was awesome. So now the next thing we got there is uh, Forza Motorsport. Man, it's just pretty looking. And it looks yeah. like it has uh, interesting dyna- dynamic systems. I never got into the Forza games. I played a lot of Forza 3, and I think that was the last one I ever played. Yeah, one thing I was... <sighs> So one thing I was a little disappointed by um, was that they used Forza to show off the 1X, like okay. 4K, and they, they hyped that up again because they already did that a number of months ago. Right. So I'm hoping they would do like, oh, this game's also super awesome. Yeah. But no, they just kind of more Forza. Went Forza again. And also, what the fuck, Microsoft? Why did you reveal a car at a game show? That's so, like, no one cares. Like, of all the people who probably aren't into cars. Yeah. Chances are gamers are probably like it's a very small piece of the pie, oh. I would think. Yeah, I guess like forts of people are happy, I yeah. guess. But I don't know, like I don't know. It's just conference gripe. It's just yeah. like why why do the, all these 
extra unnecessary things. It's like when they bring out like the famous soccer player. It's like, no, no, no one really gives a shit. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> like, your people that pick up FIFA every fucking year, they're probably not even watching E3. <laughs> yeah. Chances are. Anyway, I always think that's funny. What do you think of a Metro Exodus here? I yeah. was really surprised by this one. Yeah. I don't think everybody was. Like, you know, the trailers started and like you didn't know what the game was at first and it's kind of like guessing what kind of game it was i'm like yeah i realize this obviously isn't like a sequel um and then oh it is though uh it's, well kind of sort of kind of sort of it's yeah. metro universe stuff right yeah, so. yeah exactly i never played the original metro did you was, um, uh, metro last light was it or no wait I don't metro 2033 oh okay yeah yeah, so yeah i don't i don't know i don't know the metro universe i never read the books or anything like There's that books so. That's what it's based off of. The Metro Universe is based off a book series. Oh, I yeah, so lot like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said this isn't really a sequel. But yeah, like, I had no idea what it was. I'm like, oh, this is starting to seem like a cool mesh of a bunch of different games. And it's like Metro Exodus. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I'd, I'm interested in seeing more. The uh, yeah. the enemy designs are cool. Yeah. Looks like definitely. fun. I don't know if it's the kind of fun I can get into, but I just want to talk about it for a second. Yo, Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm into yeah. that. Yeah. I can fuck with that. Yeah, that it looks pretty cool, and I don't know. I'm just really happy that you know Ubisoft took some time. Yeah, took a year off, and you know, just improved on Assassin's Creed. Made sure their next installment wasn't super stale, yeah. and <laughs> kind of seems like they're bored a lot of um, like character upgrade and progression mechanics. Yeah, and stuff like that. I I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's got a lot of RPG elements involved in it. Like, yeah. you're going up levels, and there's different levels for different equipment that you get. And, like, something I liked about uh, the Assassin's Creed games is it was very simple in that yeah. way. You know, like, you weren't getting different gear all the time. Like, I almost never used my sword. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, just, you would stab guys in the back, and that'd be it. So, yeah, I don't for, know. like, Assassin's Creed, like, I just want to be, like, a super outfitted assassin yeah. and go on a power trip. So I feel like, you know, managing gear and talents, like yeah. stuff like that doesn't really uh, mesh so well. No, and I don't want to be getting into big all-out brawls. Like that's not something that's ever been interesting to me and something like that. But anyway, are you familiar with this player unknown? It's basically Hunger Games. I, yeah, I haven't played it yet, but like I've watched I've watched some gameplay of it and yeah, yeah it's super super cool that like um you know, it's going to be on the Xbox 1. Yep. Um, Coming out this year, which is nice. I think that's nice. super strong for Microsoft. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that the game's, like, kind of starting to wrap up and get finished and stuff, it's really, really cool. Mm. Um, I'm kind of curious, like, because it's one of these early access things. Is like, did it already have its peak or when it releases, will it have another peak? Like, yeah. how is how is that going to pan out? Uh, I think it'd be pretty nice if it stuck around because it's a really fun game to even just watch right um let alone all the people that love playing it and i'll definitely need to give it a try at some point fair enough man now what i thought was interesting about microsoft's conference is like right after pretty much the the player unknown thing they show the darwin project which looks so I similar i was like another, why are like, you doing this thing. i don't know yeah it was i don't know much about the game but i just i thought that was kind of interesting something i think is also interesting state of decay 2 I couldn't give less of a shit, I don't think. Me neither. I'm, I'm, it wasn't I'm a good trailer. Zombies. Yeah, I'm done as zombies, and it just wasn't a good trailer at all. Yeah. 
Uh, Minecraft 4K, who cares? Minecraft 4K is fucking hilarious. I think it's fucking so 4K funny. Minecraft. Yeah, that's what like, I need. No one gives a shit. <laughs> well, no Minecraft players get I don't know, plenty maybe. of shit. Uh, Black Desert's like a Korean MMO of some type. Yeah, and then, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't for see the MMO, trailer for that, oh, it's like, it's holy beautiful. shit, these are pretty graphics. Is. The last night, yo. That art style that looks so fucking cool. Like, fucking gorgeous, like man. It's like, 3D world, but like super yeah. stylistic and lots of like strong lighting effects, and then like super blocky pixel art characters. Yeah, in there, like oh man, yes, I just dig it so I much. I was really into that. It's it's like a 2D kind of yeah platformer thing. Really interesting. Yeah. The Artful Escape. I don't know what the hell it is, but that trailer was dope. Really into that. It's like a dude playing his first show. He then strums in his guitar. Oh and, like, right, yeah. That that one looked that was trippy. Super trippy, like, really beautiful, and I loved in release date whenever it's damn ready. Yeah, that was great <laughs> I too. Was like shit, yeah. <laughs> I can get into that now. Uh, Code, Code Vein. This is the band on Amco, Dark Souls. Yes. Oh wait, this is Hungry Souls or whatever, or Prepare to Dine or Prepare to Dine. Yeah, is that what this I is? I believe so. Oh, it looked like it. Yeah, Bandai Namco. Yeah, this is it. This Action is the Bamco game. Oh, yeah. So this is what this is, and I don't know. It looks. Oh, is it Vampires Code Vein? If yeah, so, that makes sense now. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it looks pretty similar. It looks a little more actiony. Yeah, you know, slight more uh, uh, platinum games style, but mm. I don't know. It, it looks cool. I'll be interested to see how it turns out, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really on my radar. Yeah. Um. Yo, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you probably really like that new Dragon Ball game they were showing. Oh off. yeah, finally like a really good Dragon Ball fighting game done by yeah. like a studio that has a shit ton of fighting game experience. Yeah. Gonna have seems like because of the three v three similar to Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. Which is really cool and I don't know, I think like Dragon Ball is one of the perfect uh IPs for that because there's so many fucking characters. So easy to do 3v3 teams. Oh, yeah, man. And it, it hits that South Park Stick of Truth thing where it looks like the show. Oh, yeah. Like, it, they nailed that aesthetic. Really and then beautiful. we got Sea of Thieves and man. you and I had totally different reactions to this. So what what were you t- taking away from this? Like, it looks super freaking cool. Like, yeah, it looks like a game you can just grab some friends and have a good time kind of just bumbling around being a pirate. Yeah. And then, you know, the pirate theme for it, Frig, I loved, like, watching this trailer, too, because I had the narrator that was, like, fucking hilarious. He's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, who knows what could be in the ship? No, seriously, who knows? We haven't designed it yet. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> One of the best moments from it is... Uh, I guess uh, one of the big healing items in this game is just bananas. Yeah. And whenever the character eats it, he just shoves the whole banana peel and all just like into his mouth. <laughs> and like uh, Griffin McElroy, um, or McElroy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he, he just went on a rampage on it on Twitter. And I guess while they were doing a Polygon show, he, he took a banana <laughs> and ate it like that. And it was like pretty close to his like lapel mic on his shirt. And you just hear the most satisfying crunch. And like as soon as it crunched, he just starts laughing. Pat is beside him trying to hold himself together <laughs> while Griffin's <laughs> fucking eating a banana peel and all. He ate the stem and everything? <laughs> From the stem, Holy too. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what the crunch was. Solid bite through a stem. Oh, man. Have you ever eaten a banana peel? It's disgusting. No. It's <laughs> horribly. It leaves the most terrible residue taste in your mouth. Extra fiber. Oh, man. <laughs> he must have had some wild poops after that. Oh, I bet. And he- <laughs> so, what was, so what was your uh, Thieves, impressions? It looks cool. It's a novel concept. I think it's going to have a very small niche community around it, and it's not going to be a hit. Really? That's my takeaway from it. I don't think people play games in the way that you think people play games. I don't know, man. I don't think there's as much of big group meetup. Let's go. Because it seems like you need to be playing with friends. If you're playing with randoms, you're not going to have a fun time. Yeah, they haven't shown what the single player is yeah. at all yet. So I'm, I'm kind of curious what that is. Like, you know, what, what does it look to play like if I don't have a few friends on? Yeah. But it, it does look like it works well for small friend groups, which is actually... Yeah. Super popular way to play. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've never been immersed in that life because like 95% of my friends don't play games. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's where I'm coming from with it, but like I'll, I'll never play it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like you look at games like Gary's Mod and stuff like that, like yeah. gigantic player bases, and I, I think this game okay. would appeal to them like super yeah. well. Maybe that type of person. Yeah. Uh, yo, Tacoma, I have, without a doubt, it's going to be on this show. That's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much all I got to say about it. We'll do it, it at it, some point. Uh, it looks I, cool. I think they didn't really show all that much. No, they didn't there. need to. I was fine with it. Yeah. Now, Super Lucky's Tale, you played Lucky's Tale, and yeah. the only novel thing about it that it was in VR. So, yeah. Super Lucky's Tale just kind of looks pretty vanilla. Yeah, it does. Like, like very very vanilla yeah. platformer. Like, I don't know, it, it's weird. It's got a nice cute style. Yeah. Um how they showed it in the conference was fucking terrible. Yeah. Because they showed like Lucky's tail going past and everybody's immediate reaction was Conquer? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nope. Because he's not a super well known IP, right? Yeah. Like I don't know why they I don't know. They they must have assumed a lot of things. Now we got also Cuphead. About fucking time. Just get the game out. It's We've, finally got a release date. Yeah. September twenty ninth. Let's see if they hit it. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um something that I think really is aware of itself, Crackdown Three. Oh, uh, fucking opening that Good trailer. with uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, perfect. it was perfect. Perfect casting. He's the perfect person for it. And yeah. uh, I didn't know this, but I was listening to, uh, what's his name, Phil, chat about it. Like, all that stuff is how the game actually looks. Like, none of that was yeah. cutscene. It was just moved around camera. But, like, that's actually what legit gameplay looks in the game. And if, if that's the case, that's pretty cool. It's got a pretty cool style. There's so many particle effects, so yeah. much, like, destruction and stuff. It's pretty sweet. The thing about Crackdown that I never got into, it's just like, at a certain point with power levels, like, who cares? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's kind of why I love uh, One Punch Man so much. It it approaches that idea of like, I'm so strong, who gives a shit? Yeah. And it's why I don't like Dragon Ball Z. It was like, I'm so strong, you should give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Crackdown, I feel like, is, is on the ladder of that, where it's like, a, you can toss a whole car, and blah, 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 and <laughs> you can jump over a building. Like, that's why, I, I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to be super awesome. What else do we have there? Next, Ashen? What is that one? Ashen. Um, I'm trying it's to kind of this cool, it's got this cool style where it's like sort of low poly, I want to say a little more medium yeah, poly, yeah, yeah. but like all the characters are like faceless and it looks like oh, action yeah, RPG yeah. kind of Dark Souls like yeah. thing. I know it railed on people saying similar to Dark Souls, but yeah, this does seem yeah. like it's actually boring quite a lot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now we also got Liars, 
big liars. The Life is Strange <laughs> team. Yo, we're not going to be at E3. Like, don't worry about it. We're not doing fucking liars. Yep. Like David Jaffe saying, I won't be at E3. Comes out in a sweet tooth truck. Oh, <laughs> buddy, let me tell you. Um, yeah, so Life is Strange, we're getting a prequel. Yeah. If you played Life is Strange, I'm sure that's something that you're interested in. I didn't, so I don't have much to say. Do you have anything? No, no. I was I was surprised. I haven't played Life is Strange, but I want to at a some point. A lot of people like it. I guess it's prequel pretty good. Prequel is interesting because the game's kind of based around time travel yeah. stuff. And yeah. obviously she won't have time travel stuff because it's a prequel. I think you're even playing as a different character. Honestly, I don't want to talk about this too much because I'm not that knowledgeable on it. Uh, the next thing there, Ori in the Blind Forest... Or Ori and the Will, Will of, of the, the Wisps, Wisps, the sequel. Yeah, uh, this trailer didn't show much other than just sad emotions. Sad emotions and a dude play piano. I can fuck with that. Now Doom <laughs> VR going into Bethesda, Kev. What do you think about Doom VR? Because they got the teleport <clears throat> mechanics, and I don't know how the well that's going to work with the frantic Doom gameplay. Um, I feel it, like it I throw works up super out my well asshole. from what I've heard. Like, really? Yeah, they've been showing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard lots of. Good Are you things. gonna try it? Um, yeah, I think so. I think it'd be a cool thing to try. Yeah, kind of see how you know shooters are done in mm. VR. Okay, next we got Fallout Four VR. Uh, yep, Fallout Four VR. Who cares? Yeah, uh, ESO Morrowind. No one really cares. Now hitting on none of another subject. Uh, subjects we got character cre- or creation club for Elder Scrolls. Um. Uh, for Skyrim Special Edition and for Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. What this basically is, it's paid mods, is what it is. Yeah. Where do you come down on this? What's what's your view on this one now? I I don't know. Like, I think calling it paid mods is weird because it's really just DLC. But it's UGC DLC. Not it's user really. generated. Like not it's, really. It's not made internally. Yes, it is. No. And with... They specified that it's not. What? No, they specified this is stuff we've made or we've made it with third-party partners or very specific selected community members. Okay, so... Because I thought it was primarily community members. No, it's like internally like tested and verified and all that stuff. It's basically DLC. Okay. Which with like a slight chance that if you're a consistent uh supporter or a mod creator mod yeah. creator yeah. yeah then yeah you could potentially get brought up into right hey you should make make a thing for us i think this is a great step in the right direction yeah a lot of people are hating on it i, I don't know i think it's kind of cool to have micro dlc like that you know yeah. it's completely optional so i just i don't don't get why people hate on it no. if you don't like it just don't don't buy stuff through it now, what do you come? Where do you come down in, on and uh, on paid mods in general? Because I think yes. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, people should be able to charge. Sort of. I don't know. It, it gets really weird though, right? Because like, some of it has to go to the game creator. Yeah. Um. Some of it can go to the mod creator, but like, it wouldn't be there without the game and like the people who made the game deserve yep the rights to control that and all that stuff um but yeah like i I definitely see you know supporting the creators of these mods because they are hard work to make yeah and you know can improve a game experience like that's something that just seems like it should have monetary value 
Yeah, I think there's a negative mindset with mods being free right now, and it's kind of along the well, mindset. It's just like of, tradition, really. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, it should be free because it's free. Just like how content should be free, you know. Now it's yeah. uh, it's a negative path for sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think with things like Patreon, it's helping. But I think the concept of getting paid mods into people's heads should be should be good. Hopefully. Yeah, maybe. Because it seems it like works. everyone wants everything for free. And if everything's free, then uh-oh, that's communism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Skyrim Switch. Wow, they got a seven-year-old game or whatever it is. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dishonored uh, DLC. What do you think about this? Um, <laughs> haven't played Dishonored yet. It's yep. cool. I didn't really expect it. Yeah, me neither. Um, apparently, people like Dishonored too. I don't know how well it's selling, but it's good. Yes, which is good. Um, Quake Championship. Now, now this is like kind of trying to focus esports, is it not? Yeah, target that a little. Yeah, it seems kind of cool that they're they're doing like a tournament and like a million dollar prize pool or something like that. So that's that's pretty cool. It's nice seeing a bit of Quake esport action because it's like one of the most classic esports. Like yeah, you know, actually in their conference they're like uh, back and forever one of the first video game tournaments ever was held in austin yeah and it was quake yeah exactly yeah so yeah they're they're kind of like hitting on those kind of like hey this is a classic one and you know we wanted to bring quake back into the esports realm yeah man um now the next we got is evil within two i honestly didn't even watch the trailer because i don't like horror games so i'm never gonna play this you didn't watch the trailer no i would highly suggest watching it because like it's really good it's trippy and weird Okay. It, the trailer Is it doesn't really scare have jump, me. Nah, the trailer okay. doesn't have jump scares. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like creepy and trippy, and it was a super cool visual thing to watch. I won't play this game, and I feel like it is part like jump horror, part psychological horror. Okay. Which would like fuck me up <laughs> if I played yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like the worst. Uh, terrible. Worst yeah. line to straddle. But yeah. Okay. Nice. Now the next thing we got there is uh, Wolfenstein. I thought this was a dope trailer. I like the way they did this. They yeah. started off with like the 50s thing. Now, Wolfenstein, the concept of this is what if the Germans won, right? Yeah. That's the idea going into this. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm down to fuck with that. BJ Blatzkowitz or whatever his name is. Is that <laughs> it? I think it is. Blatz, Blatzkowitz? Blatzkowitz? It's, some, it's something it's hard, like hard that. to pronounce, yeah. Yeah, something like that. It's basically over-the-top action. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I'm down with it. Yeah, yeah. Totally down with it. Uh, now we got the Devolver Digital Conference. Woo, Nelly! It was uh, <laughs> talk about off base for both of us. Honestly, yeah. I think my pie in the sky was closest to kind of what it was. Whereas my pie in the sky was a man came down in a potato and punched his way out, and like there was some weird fucking shit at this conference. There was some really weird stuff. It was yeah. I don't know. It was like a giant like troll yeah. towards like corporate press conferences and stuff. Yeah, which was I don't know. It was hilarious. It was just super funny. fun to watch. But I don't know. I kind of wish like it was on super late here, so I didn't watch it till after. I do wish yeah, it like I watched it live. But yeah, could see that Twitch chat and reactions and People like being like, "What the?" Apparently, fuck is like this? how it mixed in with like the pre-show and the like yeah. after show was like super confusing as well. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we I thought they were gonna try and go like conform yeah. with the rest of the companies. They did 100% the opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like not even close. They're like, no, fuck this. We are weird as shit, and that's what we are. Yeah. And they ran with that 
Yeah. Uh, very expensive and cool joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. you know what? I think it did exactly what they wanted to do. Every comment I see on every video of this thing was, they fucking won. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter true. what anyone else does. They won. Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, I, I feel like there's probably a good amount of people who don't really know who Devolver Digital is. They yeah. just maybe brought a game or two that they've played, maybe. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, now way more people will have heard of the name. Yeah. And I, I honestly think it was a really smart move in them. And they only showed two games. And the games, yeah, they look all right. But, like, that, that conference, I think, is going to do big things for them. Yeah. Yeah, really weird, really bizarre. Now, I didn't even watch the PC conference at all. Was there any gems here, Kev? Um, the PC conference was all right. My biggest complaint about it was the Intel uh, spokesperson guy who was like constantly shilling Intel products, and he wasn't very, wasn't very. Uh, was well it like spoken. Captain Caffeine? No. Okay. I don't know. It was yeah. It was it was pretty awkward by times. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. They showed some more Shadow of the Shadow War footage. Yeah. Um. There was Ooblets, which is like an adorable Animal Crossing Pokemon. Yeah, yeah Microsoft showed that off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon slash uh, Harvest Moon esque type game. Like, yeah. Weird combination, but I don't know. Looks super super cute. Um, Tunic looks. Super cool. Um, it's kind of like a little bit 2D Zelda-like. Okay. Um, maybe a little more action-y. Yeah. I don't know. It looks super interesting. I really, really like the art style. Nice. It's looking pretty sweet. Nice, man. Now, moving on to Ubi, unless you have anything more to say here. Um, just no? taking a quick look yep, through. Yep. Um, taking a glance. Yeah. Uh, Griftlands. Griftlands. Was... The big surprise, that's the uh, next Clay Entertainment game. The creators of Don't Starve. Oh. The ones who are currently working on an early access game. Yeah. Announced another game. Oh, shit. That they're working on. Yeah, which I, like, they announced that they were going to announce a game here. Wait, do I see a hobo sack? Are you a grifter? Is that what this is? Um, no, it's like a... Ah, maybe. It's like sci-fi. Like, it's in Uh, in the future and stuff like that, but... Yeah, you go around. There's a lot of really cool lands. The art mm. style is like really similar to that. Don't stare of a paper cutout type okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're playing much more with like far back cameras. Lots of detail in the environment. Lots of depth to the environment. Hmm. Um, looks super cool. Nice. Um, I've always wanted to be a hobo, so that got me really excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another game that they just showed not already uh, out trailer, but I wanted to talk about War Groove. Okay, now I'm gonna be real. Looking at this little shot right now identical to Waratorium. I'm just saying it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at My that, university that looks, project. Game. Yes, it looks um, exactly yeah, it's, like it's, it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know, it's the same kind of idea. It's inspired yeah. from Fire Emblem and Advance Wars. Yeah. Um, it's kind of more like the characters are more Fire Emblem-y. Like, you know, you've got kind of fantasy stuff and there's yep. like dragons and that type of stuff. But the mechanics seem way closer to Advance Wars. Okay. Um, which, yeah, I'm digging the crap out of. Nice, can fuck with that. Um, super cool for anyone who played Age of Empires is they're yeah. remastering it. I love Age of Empires, so yeah, they're remastering it. it looks freaking beautiful yeah. and pretty crazy. Yeah, man. Now, um, I am so into Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, so into it, and I love the way they did the conference. Where I mean, sure there was some awkwardness or whatever, but they showed the developer, and Miyamoto was on stage, and the uh, the head developer guy was crying. In mm-hmm. the audience, and like he had a he had a Nintendo shirt on, and it wasn't one of those like uh, 
brand new shirt. Like you could tell he said that shirt for a while because it was kind of roughed up and stuff. And, like yeah. he, he was a big fan and like. It just, I don't know, for me, it brought back, like, yeah, this is people. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this this has to be a big moment for him. It's fucking Miyamoto up there being like, you know what? They're doing a bang-up fucking job in this game. Yeah. And that would just be a big moment for him. So, like, I don't know, man. And then, like, seeing seeing the game at first, I was like, oh, this looks really stupid and geared for kids. But then you get in there, and you're like, oh, whoa, this is XCOM. And it has surprisingly deep battle mechanics mechanics involved, whereas, like, you're, you're doing teamwork attacks, and you're dealing with environmental hazards and there's destructible environments and like line of sight is a big issue and you know if there's an enemy with a block on its back and you hit it in the back then it's going to use that as a shield and it can also then use that as a weapon and like it looks really deep and really cool and i've never expected to be excited for a rabbits game you know (laughs) like i've heard a lot of good stuff about the rabbits games like yeah pretty awesome but yeah this this seems super interesting and i don't know if it'd be fantastic if it's just one of those games you can just kind of like plop down on a couch with a bunch of your friends and yeah have a real good time playing together it looks like a lot of fun and if it were if we're on anything other than a switch i'd probably play it at some point but it's not so fuck it we got the crew too yeah i can fuck with that it looks cool yeah it's uh yeah man it's you're driving around you got a bunch of different vehicles yeah i can fuck with that um what else we got we see a more south park just put up the fucking game transference elijah wood in this video I don't think I saw this. It's what, what is this? Fucked. I think it's like a VR experience of some type. Like the the trailer was fucked up. Is the best yeah. way I can describe it. And it's like psychological thriller. Oh yeah, totally. And th- it looks like this game is trying to get deep inside your head. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best way. Um, now another thing we got that I'm probably more stoked on than uh, Sea of Thieves: Skull and Bones. Oh yeah, yeah. I so this, this is basically Black Flag, and people they were like, "Whoa, people like Black Flag. They mm. like being a pirate." They already had this system, and I thought Black Flag was great. It was my favorite pirate experience ever. Yeah, and they take that and they they put in ship combat, everything like this, and like it looks awesome. It looks really cool. So I hope they can deliver on it because ship combat was already nailed. Yeah, on uh, on the other one, and it's I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. And looks not as complicated as Sea of Thieves. But <laughs> anyway, we'll see. I didn't get any farther into the UB press conference, so I didn't get to see Phone Destroyer. I'm assuming it's a mobile South Park game. Do you see anything else here that you're interested by? Um, not really. Apparently, they showed more Far Cry 5 stuff, which I'd yep. like to check out later. Uh, yep. I saw the Beyond, Beyond, uh, Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil, Good and Evil 2. 2 trailer. That game is, is uh, it's got its own thing going on, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. I <clears throat> never played or really heard no. or knew anything about Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. Um. And then I saw this trailer. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, there is there's a monkey going on there, like thieving from a pig, picked up by this black woman, and they're flying, and there's police f- flying cars, and there's lots of explosive, explosives, and exploding, yeah. and um, yeah, a lot of stuff happening. This world has a lot of character, and I'm yeah. really they've piqued my interest. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, surprisingly good trailer. Um, yeah. Any other final words from E3 so far? I don't think so. I I, I see this little thing about Halo Wars Two expansion. Yeah, I but didn't I'm see like, this. what the fuck? Why wasn't this in the Microsoft show? Yeah, that's weird. Like, what? Whatever. Whatever, man. Maybe that was at the PC thing. And it's I gonna roll it. with the punches. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. So we have no nothing more to say. We are going to get into our game of the week this week. Now we're gonna let you guys know beforehand. Usually we do music from every game. This game has no music. 
Yeah, it's, it's a little little harder to do music when there is none. Yeah, so you may be listening to some music, something that we figure out, but we're just going to let you know beforehand that there is no music in this game. So our, our, we honestly, I didn't <laughs> see that coming. Yeah, I me neither. every game was going to have music. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like one of those basic things that like you put into a game before you launch i mean like, needless to say this is going to be one of our criticisms of the game like i did <laughs> yeah it's 2017 i did not expect a reasonable indie game to anyway whatever so yeah <laughs> our game of this week is danger zone Danger Zone. Mm-hmm. now very excited about this one kev yeah. um it's made by x uh burnout guys yeah from Burnout 3 Takedown. Now, it's the crash mode, basically, is what it is. So you drive a vehicle, mm-hmm. and you get it into um, oncoming traffic, basically, and you try to cause as much carnage as you possibly can. Yeah, and like it counts up the money for you. Yep. There's explosions. Yep. Um, one, of the, one of the big gameplay mechanics is you need to hit so many cars, and then you get to explode up, but there's like tokens yes. around the level um, that they're either like... Straight up, just money. They just increase how much money you're yep. racked up, or they let you blow up again. So a lot of a lot of the game too is just trying to get from token to token to exactly. explode more. And usually, token to token, if you're hitting those, that's where the traffic is for the most part. Yeah. So that's usually what it kind of breaks down to. Um, so yeah, this is made by Three Fields Entertainment. It launched just a couple weeks ago, May 29th, 2017. It's on the PS4 and PC. Now it's yeah. an independent studio based out of the UK. Yeah, so I was reading into these guys. Yeah. Uh, just looking at their about, and they did... One, one thing they did do is whenever they released their first game called Dangerous Golf, mm-hmm. which is actually a very similar game to this, except you're shooting like a golf ball inside of like a house or a kitchen or various okay. other things like that and just causing destruction. Right, 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 right. Um, anyways, when they did that, they did like a kind of meet the team kind of thing. And, okay. you know, they all kind of talked about their backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, lots of people from like, uh, was was that Tiburon, the burnout guys? Oh, Criterion. Criterion. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking. Um, so it was a lot of like ex, those guys um, from various points in time. Actually where Sean Murray comes from. No yep. Man's Sky. Yep. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, same kind of idea, and I guess th- they wanted to make a independent studio on their own, and it seems like one kind of big thing for their studio um, is to not be relying on investment money. Okay. Um, so it seems like they're putting out a game pretty much every six months. Yeah. They did Dangerous Golf. Um, I think that was summer last year. Mm. Um, late fall, they did Lethal VR. Mm-hmm. It's a little VR game where you just shoot like shooting range targets, basically. Yep. Um, and then they did Danger Zone, which is their third most recent game. Right. Um, yeah, so you have here that they're focused on arcade games that are fun to play with friends. Yep. Um, now, let's let's get into the, the nitty-gritty about this game. Now, do you have anything good to say about it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm way more negative on it than you are. <laughs> and I think it's obvious to tell that they... I think they're hurting for money. It's yeah, studio, well, like, and I think they rushed this game out the door. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious. And yeah, it's kind of why I wanted to get that out front. Yeah. is that you know since they aren't going for investment money, they need to keep people paid. So yeah, for team, I they had eleven at the time of Dangerous Golf. Like yeah, you know every six months a thirteen dollar game, I guess is enough for them to keep rolling enough to keep it going yeah um i mean there's some good here it's it's a novel concept 
it's something I loved 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's missing a lot of the bells and whistles. And when it's a game devoted solely around crash mode, I would expect there to be more there. Now, what do you have to say positively about it? Because I don't want it to start off as like a turd sandwich here. What do we got? Um, for me, like the core experience is still fun. Yeah. I really like just flying a car down a road, smashing into stuff, watching all this stuff explode, seeing other cars crashing into each other because yeah. of the wreckage you've caused. Um, there's plenty of, you know, problems in the experience. Yep. Like just kind of smaller things or lacking of things. Right. Um, but in, in the end, that, that core is fun and there is some kind of smart level design stuff. Um, going on there with you know, you know they almost kind of felt like puzzles. They did kind of playing them, yeah. trying to figure out you know where do I need to bring my car, and you know sometimes it was kind of kind of unfair. I think one of my biggest complaints is when you explode the car and you're in the air, you can control yourself in the air quite yeah. a good bit in this game. However, the orientation of your car is what's going Huge to deal. determine how Huge far deal. you're going to go yeah. when you blow up. If you are like kind of regular four wheels on the ground, you blow up, you're really not going that far. No. Compared to like if you were on your side and doing like cartwheeling through the air, you will fucking fly forever. Exactly. And you know, that imbalance was kind of like, you know, sometimes you just got real unlucky with how you land it and it just you're not going to be able to make it. Out of your control. It's like maybe yeah. I could have blasted at a better time, but you're just about to, and that car hits. I don't know. It was kind of frustrating. Yeah. Now, something for me with this is that I felt a sense of scale in a sense of carnage in the old burnout games in the environments because it's something I could relate to. Because it was in a city. Exactly. This game's a little different. This game is not in a city. This game is in like a like a testing environment is the best way I can describe I know. it. Like, where the cars are just kind of appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's just that. And the best way I can describe this game is sterile. It's mm -hmm. very... Sure, it's clean, but it doesn't have any character. It doesn't yeah. have any music. The transition animations are just a little off enough to make it seem kind of jank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it seems like it's stuttering and you're like, did this game just crash me? No, no, it's it's doing its thing. Okay. I, I had no idea. Um, and it, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they don't have enough artists for it, but I can't relate to it when I see it in this grid-based environment around it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't get my yeah. head around that in the it, same way. It loses some of it, and I don't know. that. I know, like, putting people in the car would cars would have been way more difficult oh, but yeah. i'd rather just see empty cars in city streets than yeah at least then i can build it in my head of like yeah. uh oh man that guy was probably trying to get home and now his car is flipping you know what yeah. i mean like you can build that up in your head but when you see it as this car is just materializing out of this blue shield you know yeah. and then it's in this crazy testing environment it's like okay another object to destroy yeah so certainly weird it wasn't too interesting with me and then something about it which i understand it would be more work but I only got to control one car. Yeah. I didn't like that. I wish I had variety of, you know, if this yeah. is the only game, at least give me something more that I can do as a player. So give me like a dump truck, you know, that has a lot of momentum behind it, sure, but it's not going to get a lot of speed. And then you yeah. have like a supercar where you get a lot of speed and you can get there real quick, but you're, you're only not going to make much of a dent. You know, like I yeah. like the ability to be able to choose that. Yeah, definitely want to make things more interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> one thing that i noticed that actually bothered me quite a lot was i don't know if you um <clears throat> when you played burnout 3 takedown yeah did you ever catch on to the trick that it's actually really good to hit the edges 
of a ramp. Oh, and then your you car flip, spirals you through get, the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, seems like it goes faster. Like, yeah, it does. Doing that. That's not the case here. Not not here. No. <laughs> no, no like, I understand, like, you know, it's, it's a weird mechanic, but I don't know. I wanted that because, you yeah. know, that, I don't know. Th- those, it's those little things that kind of, like, really stand out and make memories. Oh, yeah. And it seems like the only way to really get at the higher scores is you have to get all the tokens. So the way the tokens work is you got your three bronze, then you got your two silver, and then your one gold. And when you get all those, you get five million extra points, and that instantly passes you through the level, you know? So, like, (laughs) if you don't hit all those, then you're not going to to get a super awesome score, which is kind of frustrating, man. Because it's like you're so close to one and then a car knocks you out of the way from hitting the gold. You're like, son of a bitch. That's not my fault. Like, I don't know. I find that really frustrating. Yeah. I didn't mind so much because like for me, like I just wanted to get through like the 20 levels that the game has. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I was was just aiming for that bronze. I had to retry a few times. A couple of them are kind of Okay. I was going for gold on most of them. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't trying for gold. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to get to the next level and do the yeah. next puzzly type thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, for me it was happy. Um, I th- I thought it was really cool the uh, leaderboards. Yeah, yeah, there actually yeah, is a leaderboard. Was, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's one thing I, I did really really like, and yeah, it's just really cool to see your name like just up there, especially in a game that like hasn't really sold that much. Like, no. you know, it's kind of different. Like, I would. You know, some of my better scores. My best score got me to uh, 50th on the leaderboard, Shit. which is super cool. But, you know, it, it wasn't that uncommon that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was a good one. Then I got, like, 150th on the leaderboard. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that feels good. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and yeah, like, because the game hasn't sold that well, you know, you get to see that rather than, you know, some super crazy selling game where it's like, you're, you placed 32,733rd. Right. Like, that's yeah, it's like, ah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know I did well, but like. I understand what you're saying, but I wouldn't attribute that to a, as a merit of the game. Yeah, I know. You know it's what I mean? Just, like, it was just a cool experience I had, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't sold a lot. It'll make you feel good. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's it's just, it 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 highlights how um, how awkward silence can be sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like, the game has decent sound effects and everything. Yeah, like, it has proper a... engine revving and, like, the crashing noises sounded good. You know, it feels like when something hits something, you hear yeah. those things hitting. It's just silence. I don't know. I found it really awkward and weird, and it, it's, it seems indicative of a bigger problem with this studio, and I'm not going to act like... I know what's best for this studio because I don't. I don't know the, the goings on there and the mm. ins and outs of it all. But um, from a player standpoint, I can only tell how it makes me feel. And when I see Three Fields Entertainment, their name on a product again, I'm going to think twice because now I know in my head, at least it seems like a pattern for them to put out a game every six months. Sure, you'll get a game out, but it seems like it's missing a lot of polish and a lot of things that could because this could be a really good game. Yeah, I think this could be a great game if they took the two years to develop it. But you know, when they're only taking a quarter of that time, it's you're not going to get this super polished experience with you know its own music soundtrack and different cars that you can do and play with friends. You know, you're not going to oh, get the content. That. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get that content, and you're not going to get that level of quality from this game. So I. I understand that it's paying the bills, but would it not 
increase and yield bigger dividends in the long run for the studio to create a more polished product? Well, I think the really big question is, is the sacrifices required to do that worth it? Right. And and it seems like they think no. Yeah. And, you know, to me, like, it's super cool that, like, that's an option to right. say no yeah. to that and, you know, release on your own and, you know, put out, put out an interesting arcade game every six months. Right. Sure, like, those games could use so much more love and I do hope that they revisit Danger Zone at some point and, like, kind of bring it up closer to the Burnout 3 takedown amount of variety. I don't know. For me, it's like I feel like a teacher, okay, and I got a student who I know can produce an A-plus paper Yeah. if they decide to put in the full week's worth of work. But they say, no, I'm only going to do it in a day, the night before, and they get a C. Sure, it's a C. It's fine. But I, I can tell that they're capable of an A-plus paper if they just put in that full week's worth. It's it's not that, though, right? That Are would be sure? like if they're half-assing the six months. Yeah. But like they're working hard for the six months. It's that... You know, they want to self-fund their studio. Yeah. And the other option is to be releasing the rights to, you know, their studio name, the games they make. Right. Um, having to be, you know, worried about, you know, are we going to get high enough Metacritic score to, you know, actually get any money from this game? Or, you know, is this game even going to sell well enough that we won't have to be paying back the publisher right right like those publishing deals are very harsh especially on small studios yeah um so i I understand the desire to avoid that and you know it does result in products like this but i would argue that's not a good way to build a fan base because it's not you play one awesome game you're gonna remember that and when you see that studio's name again you're gonna think to yourself whoa oh yeah Maybe I should pick that up, their new game. You know what I mean? Just from looking at it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, with THQ games, which is why they went under, you know, they they made middleware games and no one gave a shit. So. Well, THQ is exactly like what they're avoiding, though. Yeah. Right. That's contracted at work. That's, you know, very like strict contracts and very strict uh, requirements that the studio has to meet to get the money that they want and in the end they can't even like excel and break out out of that chain that's that's what a lot of small studios like end up going into right and what they're avoiding right i understand what you're saying but i think you you got what i was trying to say there right Mm. that they're making sevens and you can't get by on just sevens anymore yeah so i understand that they only have six months to make a game well why don't you make a six-month game instead of making a two-year game in six months yeah well like they're biting it off is, too much. It's a weird fit, though, right? Because this is a genre that they have a lot of experience for, but also a genre that requires a lot of content. Yeah. You know, so they know they can make this well. However, because of the short amount of time, they just cannot make the content that the genre needs. Right. Um, so their only other option is to do something that they don't know super well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a tough pick for a studio. I can understand why. Yeah, they took the direction they did anyways. I guess I can understand it. It's just like I don't know. I just I feel very burned by this. <laughs> you know, I yeah. just like I wouldn't recommend this game. If if this is something you really want, 
because I think you're someone who's more into the genre than I am. Mm-hmm. So maybe it appeals to you a little more. But like, as far as my final recommendation goes, I would say you can definitely skip it. it there's a kernel of a good game there, but they just because their their philosophies they they choose not to go with one, which that's admirable. I can understand that. Um, I don't know. It's a little frustrating for me, I guess, because <laughs> it's like, I know you can do so much more. You're clearly capable of so much more, but you don't want to put yourself in a compromised situation like that. So I I get it. Yeah. I understand that. But like they could be a studio on E3. If they, like it seems like they have the ability to be if they, if they wanted to like have yeah. media attention. So maybe it's a lack of confidence in themselves. I, I think it's wanting to be different. Like, yeah, I can understand that because, like, you know, they're coming from AAA company. Like, yeah. it seems like pretty much all of them are from AAA, and you know, they're wanting to do something a little more independent, right? Way more self reliant. Then I guess the biggest thing is just take off, take on smaller projects, and knock them out of the park. Well, projects that yeah fit that six month cadence better, and yeah, it does suck. Obviously, they have a lot of knowledge and experience in this yeah. kind of genre, but. Unfortunately, it's it's not a great fit. Yeah, it's it's not a great fit, and it's just not going to work given the schedule. You've tried to take a big game that you worked on with a much bigger studio and boil down an essence of that in probably like a tenth of the time that the game was actually developed with a much smaller studio. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not going to work, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanted to love this game so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had fun. Like, yeah. I legitimately had fun. I completed the game. I was pretty happy about it um the lack of music like i was like oh it was weird but then i just put on youtube and like yeah had it on while i played and you know it all kind of evened out so i don't know i i had an all right time with it if if i saw it for cheap i would definitely kind of recommend it if you just it's want, only 13 bucks what's nice. fun to do yeah. yeah it's only like 13 canadian right now so yeah you know if you see it on like 50 percent sales like and you just want a couple hours of blowing stuff up then yeah yeah it's i definitely feel like it's worth that yeah, I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm in a salty mood. Maybe it just it just didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Maybe I'm it. in a super nice mood. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it could just be a flick of the two. But I think it's interesting to come to our first game that uh, not as up on. Mm. Yeah. It's cool, man. That's what we're here for, though. You know, we're here to maybe let you guys know if a game is not so good or if this sounds like you know my my quibbles with it sounds like something you're not that interested in because you usually listen to maybe a fine podcast like this while you play video games you <laughs> know then you're like shit this is something i could really get into to spend a bit of time then maybe that's exactly what you're looking for yeah mostly just want to like share our experiences yeah with these with these indie games and you know not not all experiences are are beautiful ones no they're not all beautiful ones but you know it's the way it goes sometimes and uh I find buy, buying an indie game, especially one you don't know much about, it's kind of like taking a risk. Yeah. And I would say 99.9% of the time, the rewards outweigh the risk. So, you know, oh, yeah. getting one game that I'm not 100% on, I'm fine with that. Even even still, like... I still have fun. Still yeah. fun. Still kind of interesting to see, Yep. you know, how this game came to exist. Yeah, exactly, Stuff man. like that. It's an interesting story. Anyway... I think that's enough for us today. We have to give a massive shout out to you all folks out there. Last I checked, we're at 102 right now. 102. Yes. Nice. Thank you so much, everyone. You got us past our 100, past 100 sub subs. Threshold. We're hopefully going to get that uh, custom URL. We already and, got it. 
Oh, we do? Yeah. You, and it's, it's funny. I was wrong because I corrected you on this the other day. Yeah. You can go to youtube.com slash namecast and get to our channel. Oh, my God. that Doesn't that feel refreshing to say? It's great. So go subscribe to youtube.com slash namecast. Let all your friends know. Throw a rock through a window. I don't know why I always say that, but I like that I say it. <laughs> yeah. leave, a, um, leave a comment on the iTunes and podcast services around the globe if you only use Google Play and iTunes because that's what we're <laughs> on. Yeah. And we're also on YouTube. Anyway, guys. Yeah. We've had, we've had a fantastic time. I hope you go out, try new things, explore a new game, things yeah. like that. Next, uh, week, next week, we'll be playing To the Moon. Woo! So prepare to cry because I hear it is quite a sad experience. Yeah, and we'll discuss the rest of the A3 conference Yes, stuff. and go over all the things. Anyway, guys... You have yourself a great week, and uh, yeah, have fun. Go do stuff. Party hard. Party hard, folks. Party hard. See us. Bye. Later. See you tomorrow. See ya. (laughs) Take that bonus barrel.